Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Hi, it's Amy Newmark, and this holiday week, I'm presenting to you three of my favorite episodes from last Christmas and New Year's with some great ideas for New Year's resolutions that will actually work. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark, and I'm back with two more inspiring stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, the best advice I ever heard. Today, we're talking about a resolution that you should be making for the new year, and that is to make sure that you truly understand and act on the fact that you deserve to be treated right. It sounds obvious, but it's so easy to fall into a pattern of accepting poor treatment from people. And when you accept poor treatment, you start to forget that it's wrong and completely unmerited and that you should not accept it. In our first story, Diana Lynn tells us that she was out with friends at a club and her friends asked if Diana's boyfriend would be joining them. Well, she knew he wasn't coming, but she just said, maybe later. She knew what all her friends were thinking. Rob wasn't going to show because he was really unreliable. Diana had been dating him for a few months, and he was funny and cute and kind, but nailing down a time to see him was nearly impossible. He'd say things like, my work is unpredictable. I might have the kids this weekend. I'm not sure, but I might be going out of town. He never really knew when he'd be free. And sure enough, that night, a text came from him. Sorry, can't make it tonight. The kids are coming over. Diana wasn't mad at him, but she couldn't help but think that if he was really into her, he'd find a way to be more present in her life. She says, each cancellation was a little dig at my self-esteem. Now, the next weekend, there was a birthday party for one of Diana's friends, and finally at that party, one of her friends got through to her, and here's what she said to Diana. Do you want to know why I married Jason? He shows up. When he says he's coming, he comes. When I need him, he's there. He shows up. And then Diana's friend looked at her and said, you deserve that too. And Diana finally got it. She ended things with Rob and she says she will never settle for anything less again because she does deserve someone who shows up. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. So Diana had to hear that advice from her friend, but she finally got it and realized that she had to treat herself right and that other people had to treat her right. 
And Ed Vandermark had to hear the same kind of advice from his commanding officer after Ed almost wrecked an aircraft carrier. How did Ed almost wreck an aircraft carrier? Well, it took some doing. Ed's job was to direct the aircraft carrier as it overtook a supply ship so that it could come alongside the supply ship and take on essential supplies. The problem was that an oil tanker was going to pass between the supply ship and Ed's ship right at the time that Ed's ship was supposed to change course to go to the supply ship. So these were huge ships, and it took a really long time to turn them. So precision really mattered. Ed was the commissioned officer in charge of his watch team that night, and it was up to him to make sure they didn't hit that oil tanker. But Ed's radar operator deleted the image of the oil tanker from the radar, and Ed forgot about it. He forgot about the oil tanker, and he ordered the course change that would set them right on the path to hitting the oil tanker. And then the officer of the deck who could actually see the oil tanker visually, followed Ed's order anyway. So all three of them messed up, but fortunately the captain was on the bridge and he saw what was about to happen and he ordered a hard right and they just missed hitting that tanker. Ed knew he was in line for a serious dressing down from the commander, which he got, but then in the middle of it, the commander stopped and he suddenly said, this isn't like you. When was the last time you slept? Ed replied, about 28 hours ago, sir. The commander asked, how long did you sleep? And Ed said, maybe five hours. And the commander said, well, before that, how long were you up? And Ed said, I'm not sure, probably about 20, 21 hours. The commander said, what's so important that you're not sleeping? Ed said, well, I stood 16 hours of watch, and the chaplain and I have been trying to help one of my men with a serious problem that has been affecting his performance. And the commander said, well, before that? Ed said, well, I observed and evaluated two naval exercises, plus I wrote up reports for the Pentagon, and I also stood eight hours of watch. By this point, the commander was sounding more like Ed's father than a senior career naval officer dealing with a crisis. He said, a man can do phenomenal things if he eats regular, sleeps regular, and avoids worrying about everything. And then he continued, the safety of this ship comes first and your men come second. Let the Pentagon wait. And now I'm ordering you to hit the rack and sleep until you can't sleep any longer. But Ed said, I can't, sir. I'm on the special sea and anchor detail to bring the ship into port two hours from now. The commander was emphatic. I am ordering you to go to bed. I'll find someone to replace you. When you wake up, go ashore, whether you're in the Liberty section or not, and that too is an order. Well, that was the night that Ed had a first-class lesson in setting priorities and paying attention to the basics and in treating himself right. Even in the Navy, he learned that treating himself right would ultimately be to the benefit of everyone around him as well. I'm Amy Newmark. And we at Chicken Soup for the Soul wish you a wonderful Christmas and New Year's. We'll be back with more new episodes after New Year's. In the meantime, if you want to learn more about our new books and everything else going on at Chicken Soup for the Soul, join the more than 2 million people who follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or visit our website, chickensoup.com. If you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, the best advice I ever heard, you can find it on our website, chickensoup.com. 
by clicking the podcast button and looking at our featured books. You'll also be able to watch the book trailer there and hear advice from a few more stories from the book. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.